one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. And welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and a companion post to this episode containing show notes appears on Deadspin.com. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com, or just chat with me in the comments at Deadspin. With me, as always, is my partner in crime, Dave Lozo. Hey, Dave. What's up? You ready to bang this episode out and go off on your little vacation that I'm giving you? Before we get into it. <laughs> you can still chat with me before we get into it. We want to remind you that we offer <laughs> bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to our premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, Go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all the packages we're offering and select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we'd love to hear from you. If there are rewards you'd like us to consider making available. I want to thank this week's patrons, Pedro Rodriguez, Jennifer Johnson, Magali Lajoison. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing at this person's name? That's L A W Y V N Z. Kevin Bannister, Kevin McAllister, Kevin Johnson, and Kevin Dunn. Thank you so much for uh, for giving. We really appreciate it. God, I I really hope you come back from this vacation with a better attitude, Dave. You guys, there aren't patrons to thank because we're we're banking this episode. We're recording this on July sixth so that I can give Dave all of the rest of July off, and then the next time he's going to come back is going to be the beginning of August. I don't understand how these people couldn't potentially at some point between now and then donate, <laughs> and then we're thanking them in advance. And, thank and you, Pedro. In, instead of being grateful, Dave is being. A brat. Uh, by bringing comedy to the show by reading fake news. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to bog us All down right. before I got into cleaning stuff. All right, you guys. On this episode, we're going to talk about beer and hot dogs. Because why not? It's July. This is, like, this is like the month of beer and hot dogs. And I've been eating a lot of hot dogs, and I've been drinking a lot of beer, and so it's kind of top of mind, and I figured it would be good. Um... I have some. I decided to go a little weird with this one because again, it's July, and I figured I could. Um, so the beer questions are kind of like probably not really things that are going to happen in most most of you, but they're, they're kind of cool and interesting. Um, and the second thing we'll talk about hot dog. Basically, we're going to talk about condiment spills because that's that's like the big problem with with hot dogs. Um, all right, so. Let's do this first question, Dave. Let me have you read this question from Andy. Andy asks, Dear Jolie, greetings from a fellow mass hall. Don't, I grew up in... Don't, 
What? He's, 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 he's a asshole. Don't. That's what he's I wanna, like. No, 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 no. I want to I point out that, like, you're such a jerk to me. Oh, that not only do you do a bad Boston accent, which is, which is like, just How so... How dare you? So offensive for me. <laughs> that the, that the, Thanks, the, Tim. The bad Boston accent that you... Don't take his side, Tim. Don't take his side. The bad Boston accent that you do is Matthew Perry doing Ted Kennedy, which is like doubly triggering who, for me. Who is Matthew Perry doing <laughs> Ted Kennedy? Is that's it, what you're. Is, that's is that, what is, you're doing. Is that from an episode of Friends? No, he was in the the biopic. What biopic? That just it was like a few months ago. In what world am I watching a Matthew Perry as Ted Kennedy well, biopic? No one's watching it, but the right. commercials were everywhere. The mm-hmm. commercials were everywhere. What was it on like like Lifetime and or his, something? Or A&E? No, like at, literally everywhere, Spike. everywhere. You could not get away from them. And that is the accent that you're doing. So it was, it's Matthew Perry doing an incredibly bad Ted Kennedy, and that's what you're doing. It's like... I disagree. It's, I think it's, it's awful. Don't, don't do it. Don't. He, he uses the word wicked in the letter. <laughs> right. That, because we do. We use the word wicked for real. Please don't do the Boston accent. Please okay. don't. Please. I'm, I just gave you money. I gave you jelly beans. I'm giving you the summer off. I've like, I had to put in, no joke, Dave, like a uh, lot of extra hours to accommodate your schedule. So please be kind to me. All right. Jesus Christ. I grew up in one of the fancy W towns that bordered your native Newton. And to my wife's chagrin, I non-ironically use the word wicked on a regular basis. I have a question about cleaning beer growlers. For the uninitiated, a growler is a half-gallon jug used to hold beer poured from the tap, typically with a narrow opening, because I don't want my beer to taste like dish soap. I try to clean my growlers between uses using a mix of hot water and baking soda. However, I always worry about the possibility of that white baking soda residue or, heaven forbid, the classic college odor of stale beer. Is there a preferred method for cleaning out beverage vessels like I have described? Is this a job for your old friend, White Vinegar? Thanks and best. Andy. P.S. At your request, I have included a picture of my dog on his ninth birthday as a bribe. Thank you. That was very nice the way that you read that. I appreciate it. I need to address something that Andy said in this letter. I'm not from Newton. I'm not a native of Newton. I'm a native of Boston proper. I grew up in Boston proper, and I can't even tell you how much it annoys me when some like Molly from Malden is like, I'm from Boston. No, you're not, Molly. You're from Malden. Don't do it. It annoys those of us who actually grew up in Boston proper. So anyway, poor Andy. He sent me like the holy, my holy grail of dog pictures. It was a, it was his dachshund. And I love dachshunds. And it's a nine-year-old. So he was like just on the brink of being an old man dachshund, which are the best kind of dachshunds in all the lands and all the seas. And I was so mad that he said that I was a native of Newton that I wrote back and yelled at him. And I was like, I'm so offended that I can't even enjoy the photo of your adorable dog. So poor Andy apologized for his, his terrible transgression. I guess he had somehow Googled me and saw somewhere that I was from New- Who's lying and saying I'm from Newton? Show yourself. Um, so anyway, he sent another photo, all of which is to say, definitely send me pictures of your dogs, especially if they're dachshunds. Um, and then I was like, thank you. I'm sorry that I yelled at you. Here's what you do. So here's what you do about growlers. This is actually a question. I haven't gotten a question about a growler in, gosh, I want to say maybe like 
at least two years. I can't remember one coming in, but there was a time when, when I would get a bunch of them. It's not that uncommon a question. Um, Yes, my good friend vinegar and and the baking soda that you've been using are exactly the things to use. You just need to add a tool into the mix. And the tool that you need to add into the mix is a bottle brush. And that's going to let you get in and kind of like get into all those weird little spaces that you can't reach. Obviously, you can't even get in there at all with your hand. But it's also going to let you scrub away any residue from the baking soda. Um, So that's all you need. The vinegar and the baking soda, when you combine them together, is going to do the thing where they like fizz up and make the volcano. And that's a lot of fun for the whole family. Um, The other thing that you can do is you can get a dedicated growler cleaner. Um, There's one brand called Starsan, S-T-A-R-S-A-N. That that company makes a whole bunch of um, products that are designed for people who do home brewing and um, make their own wine and that kind of stuff. So if you want a dedicated product um, or you can't find the right bottle brush for your growler, go ahead and get the star sand and that will take care of it. Um, and definitely do continue to send me photos of your adorable doggies because I really, really love that. Um, so that's a super easy answer. We have another question from Garrett that Dave can read, hopefully not in a bad Boston accent. I think I've maybe thoroughly terrified him he's not gonna do no 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 the last thing i want to do is make you upset over something (laughs) garrett asks hi jolie longtime deadspin reader and fan of your interview on splendid table whoa that's a pretty weird that's pretty weird that i'm in both those demographics now that i think about it and i have a weird cleaning question and what is my life coming to that i actually have to email you about a cleaning question deep breaths Here's the backstory. My wife has, for a while, wanted to use a wine barrel as a piece of furniture, put it on its end, slap a piece of round glass on the top, and throw a few bar stools into the mix. And we've got an, allegedly, classy-looking bar table, which is especially appropriate to guzzle wine. Buying one from a winery seems to require more cost than I was willing to spend. However, we're located close to several microbreweries, that age their products in wine barrels, and, after they're done, sell them for much less than the wineries do. A few weeks ago, I procured one of those barrels that had been used to age beer with the plan of using it as a table. Unfortunately, it smells like rotting beer and death. I've rinsed it out using water in TSP. This may not have been the best idea, but I've used it to clean wooden decks before and had some around. And now after drying for several days, it still smells like rotting beer and death. I'm wondering what sort of advice you would have for getting rid of the beer smell so my wife won't have a fit when I finally move this thing inside the house. Thanks. Oh, oh, a fit, you say? Like the one that I just had? Yeah. Is that what you're looking to avoid, Garrett? Because I don't blame you one bit. Sorry about the fit, Dave. Now, so, now, yeah. now I'm going to spend the rest of the Nope. I'm not going <laughs> to apologizing to Dave because I lost my mind. I don't want to have to hear you <laughs> complain about, quote, giving me money. I don't want to have to hear about that again. So I'm just going to sit here and watch this baseball game on my phone until we're done. Okay, good. That sounds like a, a very, very, very good plan on your part. Um, I cannot believe that TSP didn't work. Like, I have really spent no small amount of time marveling at the fact that the TSP didn't work. Um, for those of you guys who don't know what TSP is, it's trisodium phosphate. 
Uh, it's a it's an extremely heavy duty cleansing agent. It's a powder. You you mix it. It's extremely toxic. Like it's it's actually banned in many many states. You should um you 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 should not really be using TSP for anything. But if you are going to use it for something, make sure that it's not illegal to use it in your state. Um, it's incredibly toxic and dangerous for humans. You have to wear a lot of protective gear um, to work with it. It's also um, incredibly toxic for the environment, which is why it is illegal in many places. So um, I can't I can't believe that it didn't work. And the fact that it didn't work kind of suggests that maybe this thing is a goner. The All of the ideas that I had about cleaning it are like, they're they're things that aren't as strong as TSP. If the TSP didn't work, I don't even want you to waste your time with it. So the only thing I came up with that's possible that it will work, and it's and it's not gonna it's gonna cost you less than fifty bucks to try this out. So if it if it bombs out, like eh, hopefully you're not like overly bummed about the the cost. Um, is to use Kills K I L L Z Kills paint um, to do the interior of it. That. That may well work, but that was the only thing I can come up with. I mean, man, if TSP didn't work, mm, I don't know. It doesn't seem great. Um, on that grim note, this is a good time to take a quick break. Dave and I will be right back with more on, on beer and hot dogs. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Care. I've been talking about beer and hot dogs. Dave's over there watching baseball and not speaking to me because he's mad at me now. I don't, uh, don't want to say anything that's going to get me upset <laughs> and make you rant about Matthew Perry as Ted Kennedy. I don't want to just stay out of the way. Okay. That's, that's fine. You, you do that. Vacation for Dave starts now. Actually, no, it starts in about 30 seconds after he's done reading this, this next question. It's hot dog time. Oh, we're doing that right now. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. sorry. That's all right. There's a weird tingling in my ears. There is. There's Our mics are cracking. Uh, Andy asks, Jolie, I have what appears to be a spicy mustard or rust stain on my cotton shirt. Any ideas on how I can remove it or at least fade it enough that I can wear it? Thanks. Yep. Sure do. So here's the, here's the hot dog portion of proceedings. First of all, Dave, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What are your go-to hot dog condiments? Eh, just mustard. Just mustard. No ketchup. No Mustard's, ketchup. Mustard's the only way to go. Yeah. No relish? Mm-hmm. Just, no sauerkraut? No nothing like that? Just nothing. need the mustard just on the mustard. dog. All right. Uh, I'm a mustard and relish girl myself. I'm not much of a ketchup person, um, which is a problem because mustard is incredibly stainy. I'm going to talk about why it's incredibly stainy in just a second. Um, but generally speaking, what we're going to do in this little segment... Um, is talk about condiment spills, how to handle them, and I'll talk a little bit about beer spills. Um, so whenever you spill any kind of condiment, whether it's mustard, whether it's relish, whether it's 
sriracha, whether it's ketchup. Um, the first thing you want to do is you want to remove the, the blurb of condiment from your clothing using either a spoon or, or a butter knife. Um, the idea is that you want to lift it away from the fabric rather than sort of like gr- grinding it further in. So if you have a big blob of like, say, ketchup that landed in your lap, grab a spoon or a knife and, and sort of get under it and scrape it up. That's step number one. Step number two um, is to blot at it with napkins or paper towel, you know, any sort of paper goods. Um, you don't want to rub it in or grind it in. You just kind of want to blot. Um, then once you've gotten it to a point where there's not, there's really no like sort of solid or liquidy matter or anything, then you can blot it or flush it with water. So if you, um, you know, if it's like on your pants, it's probably not great to take your pants off and hold them under running water to flush them. Um, but if it's like the sleeve of a jacket that you can take off and hold under running water, flushing it is going to be the ideal thing to do. Hold it fabric side, hold it the wrong way out. So what you want to do is let the water push the condiment away from the fabric rather than back through the fabric. Um, you can also, if it's something that you can't take off and easily flush with water, you can just dab um, a napkin or a cloth or a rag or whatever into some water and, and blot at it. Um, for stains like ketchup, like sriracha, like relish would be another one. Not so much the mustard. I'm going to get to the mustard because it's a special one. Um, rubbing alcohol is a great thing. Um, now, most of us aren't carrying rubbing alcohol around with us, but many of us are carrying hand sanitizer around. You guys have heard me talk about this trick. Hand sanitizer is very heavy on rubbing alcohol. Um, which is really great on stains. There was a column that I did for Esquire a couple, maybe two months ago, um, about sriracha stains specifically, in which I told this story about a coworker of mine and I using hand sanitizer to get old sriracha stains out of a pair of pants one night when we were having happy hour. Um, it works really, really well. It's a great little trick to know about. That is going to be your like number one go-to when you're at the cookout this summer or you're at the ballpark or if you're me, if you're, you're at Coney Island eating your two Nathan's hot dogs with mustard and relish and you get um, condiments all over you, reach for the hand sanitizer because that is going to do the trick. When it comes to mustard, this makes me very sad because mustard is so delicious. Um, mustard is incredibly stainy. Because many formulas of mustard, especially the yellow mustard that we tend to eat on our hot dogs, contains turmeric. And turmeric is the stuff that gives it that bright yellow color. It's the, it's the spice that's commonly used in Indian cooking that gives curries that distinctive yellowish, orangish hue. It is also a substance that I will not allow in my house. I've talked about this before. I'm half Indian. It drives my aunties bonkers that I won't let turmeric into the house, but I won't let it into the house because it's so, 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 so stainy. And they have never imparted upon me the ancient Indian wisdom of how to effectively remove turmeric stains. So I'm just like, nope, I won't let it in the house. One of my aunties once tried to sneak some into my luggage and I nearly killed her over it. Um, The best thing that I've come up with in terms of treating turmeric stains is the use of lemon juice. Um, turmeric is a funny stain and not only is it like incredibly stainy and terrible, it also much like a rust stain, um, will react negatively to things like bleach. Um, bleach will actually make a turmeric stain turn bright red. 
Um, so you don't want to do that. But acids are very good on turmeric stains and specifically lemons. So if you do get a mustard stain on yourself, go ahead and do that, that little routine that I told you. Remove the blurb with the spoon, blot with napkins, um, and then see if you can find a little wedge of lemon anywhere around and squeeze it onto the stain. And that should at least help to start break it down. Um, I did a whole episode about turmeric specifically. It was episode 25. It's called The Worst Stain in the World. Uh, my friend Jaya Saxena was my guest. She's, she's also like me, half Indian and half white. And, but she allows turmeric in her home. And she was also, by the end of it, like she had like turned into one of my aunties and was trying to convince me to put turmeric in my home. And I was like, no, Jaya, I'm not going to do that. Um, Jaya is actually also going to join me later this summer as a guest. And I'm really excited about that because she is an excellent little podcast co-host. Um, so that's the, that's the thing for the for the mustard. Um, now, our letter writer wasn't sure if it was a rust stain or a mustard stain. The, the good news is that while both of those are weird and bad stains in terms of not loving to play nicely with a lot of common stain removers, they both like to be treated in the same way, which is that they both like lemon juice. Um, so either way, regardless of whether it's mustard or it's rust, go ahead and use the lemon juice and you will be a-okay with that. Um, let me round out this section by tossing, we're doing beer and hot dogs anyway. Um, let me talk about what to do about beer spills. Um, beer is, as far as drinks go, unless you're talking about the really, really dark beers or some of the fruit beers, um, beer is actually not that bad of a stain. It's because it's heavily water-based. Um, it's actually not that bad to get out. But if you do spill beer on something, don't just throw it in the wash and expect that the stain is going to come out. I actually had this happen to a friend of mine. She spilled some beer on a, a like almost brand new pair of white jeans, just threw them in the wash, thought it would come out, and it didn't. She was like, oh, my God, what do I do? This didn't come out in the wash. And I was like, oh, yeah, unfortunately you still do need to pre-treat um, beer. The good news is you don't need anything special for it. So if you, if you do spill beer on yourself, you know, blot up as much as you can, flush it with water. That is always a great thing to do. A lot of times, especially with lighter beers, that in and of itself, just blotting and flushing it with water will remove the stain entirely. Um, if it doesn't and there's a lingering stain, go ahead and pre-treat it. You can use any one of your stain, pretreatments, the shouts, the oxycleans, any one of them is fine because beer is not, is not a particularly special stain. Um, and then just launder as usual. Always, of course, check to make sure the stain came out before you throw it in the dryer. Um, if you have a fruit beer, be aware that the fruit is going to act differently in terms of staining. So if you spill like a cherry beer or a, if, if you're from Boston and you go to Beer Works, if you spill a blueberry beer on yourself, that you need to treat like you're treating a fruit stain. So you don't want to be as laissez-faire as with regular beer stains about fruit stains. You want to go ahead and use your, your fruit stain removers. Wine away is probably really the best thing for those kinds of stains because, unfortunately, the fruits that we tend to use for beers, the cherries, the raspberries, the blueberries are all fall into that category of stains that I call the reds, um, which are really, really mean stains to get out. Wine Away is excellent um, 
for those as well as for for red wine and pomegranate and cranberry and all that stuff. So that is my my general um, beer stain removal stuff. This episode went so fast because I am so good. And I think I'm going to just make a command decision. that This is going to be a really short episode this week because we've recorded a whole lot today. And... Dave is ready for his summer vacation, and obviously I am too, since I just yeah, let's do it. Totally popped off at you. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I'm hungry. That's I'm probably just a little hangry with you right now. Yeah. Mostly, I'm just sad that you're going to be leaving me for a whole month. I'm just taking it out on you. With however, it manifests. Little, is however, it manifests. Temper sure. tantrum over here. <laughs> um. Alrighty, so that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, you didn't hear any Dave today, hardly at all. I hope you loved it. Please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash askacleanperson and selecting one of the amazing rewards we're offering to our listeners. We would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you for joining us for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.